You're tuning in to the Black Hollywood Live Network, featuring news, interviews, and commentary on all things Black Hollywood. Hollywood redefined. From Los Angeles, California, streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is Black Hollywood Live this week. Featuring news and commentary on this week in Black Hollywood. Black Hollywood Live. Hollywood redefined. You're listening to Black Hollywood Live. And now, the host for Black Hollywood Live this week, Dario Kristen. Hey, what's up, everybody? You're watching Black Hollywood Live this week. I'm your host, Daryl Kristen, and here joining me today is Courtney Stewart. What's up, everybody? DJ Jesse J. What's up? And our very special guest today, he's like family at this network, mm-hmm. actually. He was one of the first guests that we interviewed at Black Hollywood Live. Yeah. Yeah. The phenomenal actor, Jay Ellis, uh, is with yeah. us today. Welcome. What's up, man? Uh, I appreciate it. I feel like I just ran through the tunnel right now. Like, I just got that. <laughs> you got whooshed. You got whooshed in, right? Right? It's the football game. It's like whenever we see him at like an event, it's just like smiles. It's like, Jay! Yeah, I know, right? Fuck everyone else! Jay is here! Right, right. You're like, a, you're like a, you know, homecoming king of, of Black Eyed Live. I love it. Oh and it's so positive <laughs> because so he'll always be like, wow, you're styling. I look in a hot mess. So. <laughs> you feel like that's a hot mess? Me. I mean, I, mean, I, I can understand right now, but I mean, when we be oh. out. My bad. <laughs> I shot. Yeah, I was that shot time fired, was shot fired for no that reason. Time was. That was funny. That was good. That was good. Well, we got a fun show today. Uh, we got a lot of topics. We're going to talk about everything Jay Ellis later on in the show. But first, mm-hmm. we got updates on the Spring Valley Assault viral video. I'm mm-hmm. sure everybody saw that, which is super crazy. Ooh, uh, we got an ex-boxer who, boxer who claims that he was drugged before doing gay porn. Y'all just don't know. <laughs> we, we also got Russell Simmons we're going to talk about in his rush card. And people are really upset about what happened this week with the rush card. Um, but first, we're going to read the results from last week's Buzzer Media question, which was, was Ebony wrong for the Cosby cover? You guys voted. 67% of you said yes, and 33% of you said no. Mm. Jay, did you see the Ebony no, cover? No, I want to see it. Can we so it, it shows uh, Bill Cosby, Felicia Rashad, Lisa Bonet, Malcolm Jamal Warner. The whole Cosby. Except for the oldest sister. Except for Sandra. Sandra. It's a um, and it basically talks about, it has a, a shattered glass across Bill Cosby's face, and the, the glass is kind of spreading across the family, and it says basically, you know, what, what is it? It said the family the, issues. The family issues, yeah. So it's going in on all the rape allegations and, and everything people with Bill are saying Cosby. that they feel Why it just should bring the Cosby's into it. It just should have been Bill's face, right? A lot of people like, think yeah. it just should have been Bill's face. So a lot of um, Felicia didn't deserve that. Felicia did not Agreed. deserve that. She should never have glass on her Lisa face. Lisa Bonet, have you ever seen Lisa Bonet? Ooh, yes, man. she still look good. Yes, she does. And so does yes. her man. Mm. They're oh, just well. hot together. <laughs> <laughs> They're so good looking. You're right, you gonna take that smile down? Or? Right. I mean, I mean, I felt that smile from over here to where Jesse's sitting you over just there. Lit that so. joint up. If right. She did. Outside. Because we all know. Full sunshine. I was about to hop in and brush your teeth. Oh boy. We're moving on. But before we get into our trendy topics, um, you know, there's something I want to address that that happened to one of our BHL hosts, Sam Sarpong. Um, we have some terrible news that we had to share this week. He unfortunately passed away, and we want to have a moment of silence for Sam because he hosted our Black Hollywood Live fashion show, 411. 
Um, and, you know, Sam was just part of the family and, and he's going to be truly missed. So we definitely want to acknowledge our condolences and our, all of our hearts to his family. And we feel terrible about everything that happened with him this week. But we want to have that moment of silence for Black Eyed Alive to celebrate Sam and everything that he contributed to the network. So we're going to take about 10 seconds and just, um, you know, have that moment for Sam. Right. Thank you all for bearing with us on that. Um, uh, we have a picture of Sam here, and if you want to, uh, you know, tweet anything about Sam, if you've met him, you know that he was just a big sunshine. So let us know your thoughts Support about him. Everybody. Support of everybody. Uh, <laughs> so he will be truly missed. Um, but we're going to move on to our show now with our trending topics with DJ Jesse J. So on a little lighter note, uh, Star Wars is coming out. Yes. Yeah. And what a great way for George Lucas to, you know, promote his movie by donating some money to uh, USC. He donated $10 million to USC's film school um, to help African Americans and Hispanic storytellers uh, come up in in the college. This is a part of a $175 million pledge that he's made uh, to the school, so it'll be in different increments. Now, he's pri- he says him and his wife are privileged to be able to do this, and he wants to see you know a more diverse behind-the-scene uh, culture growing up, but the thing about it is that people are kind of hating on him for this. They think that, wow, you're worth $5.1 billion and you're donating a measly $10 million. I'm like, where are your pockets at? Right. People need to Beggars shut Beggars can't up. be choosers. So shout out to George Lucas uh, for just... It's still ten million dollars. Good God, it's one hundred and seventy-five million. Oh, totally. Well, total one hundred seventy-five million. Yeah. This year's ten million. Like, damn. And how many people? By the way, he didn't have to pledge a dollar. That's what I'm saying. There's so many who don't. And you you don't know what his other like philanthropic commitments are. So, like overall, he could be like investing two billion dollars into just philanthropic things, and it isn't just one. USC. This is that's all. This is one small entity. Yeah. Just Whatever. be appreciative of what he gives. Haters. Now, the, the, I, when I first read this story, though, I can't even lie. I was thinking about like what his wife, you know, that was in the bedroom conversation. It was like, so, George, I really need you his to... His wife being Melody Hobson. Melody Hobson, yes. And, uh, you know, he's like, uh, who is an African-American woman? He's like, so, baby, um, I need you to give a little money to the Latinos and the blacks. You, know, you think you it was like that kind of a conversation? No, I don't think it at all. I think he was like... He understands help. the issues now, he knows and what here's I can do, and, like, and he did it. Let's do it. He I obviously like that. I like that supports positive. and loves the chocolate, so he, he definitely loves the chocolate, love the chocolate and the caramels. And you don't think there that. was any conversation? I, I mean, think it was a little bedroom conversation. I think that maybe, and not to say that he can't still be a full, like 100 percent supporter. Absolutely, that's not what I'm saying. I mean, absolutely, you know I'm not going to say that this specific was a specific conversation about like give this money for Black and Latinos at the thing. I think maybe overall, even just his relationship probably has in. Influenced his opinions in terms of his philanthropic endeavors, and maybe that just in general has affected his life. I think she was like, George, you trying like, to get this tonight? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Thank you, Jay. That's what I'm saying. She trying to get this for, at, for, for every million. million on the line. For every million, I will you serve wait, the listen, board. You want to try get, what? Yeah. Okay, well, Tim Bill, you yeah, better take yeah. that out that bank account right get this now. I'm seeing that Beyonce video. We're just happy that he gave the money to support the filmmakers because that's the most important thing. So, shout out to shout out to George. All right, well, on another note, there's been a viral video going around with the hashtag Spring Valley Assault. Now, did everyone get a chance to check this video out? It's crazy. It's kind of hard not to. Crazy. So, the officer being Ben Fields, 
They're keeping uh, the the young girl's name quiet so that they can uh, protect her. She, apparently, she's in foster care. Um, the stories going around about this is no one really knows what the story is. So originally, it was that this girl had talked back to her teacher. Mm-hmm. And three people had tried to tell this girl to get out of the classroom. Um, and she wouldn't move. So a police officer finally came in. He asked her for about 15 seconds. She didn't comply. And he ended up putting her in a headlock, throwing her across the room. And the video went viral. None of the kids were moving or saying nothing. And more kids started speaking afterwards. One kid came out uh, by the name of Aaron something. He came out to say, we were in the classroom and she's new to the school. She didn't say anything. She was really quiet. No one knows. We were all quiet in the video because we didn't understand what was happening or why this was going on. And apparently it came out that it all happened because she was chewing gum. Wow. Allegedly. All these stories are allegedly. But the police officer has been fired. Um, the, uh, the captain said that once he the headlock was fine but once he threw the girl across the room he, uh, you have taken the the person out of your control you're in no longer control so that was excessive that was what he thought yeah. was excessive about this um everyone has something to say about they it sure do. and raven simone you know our favorite little uh, oh my uh, one of my favorite little view uh panelists she came out to say that she Kids? Well, because the, the other rumor was that it was she was on a cell phone and she wouldn't put the cell phone right. away. Yeah. Yeah. And Raven said, kids, put your cell phone away. And people took that and said, well, wait, Raven, oh, here's Raven promoting the, the, you know, the, the way that the cop treated her. And that's not what Raven was doing. She was just saying, you know, if you're in school, you shouldn't be on your phone and whatnot. She didn't really use it the best context, but I don't think Raven was really for the cop doing what he did. It was crazy. Uh, I, I really don't know. I think it's just sitting down and talking to what the heck the teacher was doing because I don't know. I was scared shitless out of my teacher. Well, there, there's kind school. of two parts. Of this. Here's the thing. You know, Raven definitely sometimes puts her foot in her mouth with things that she says, but I think what she was trying to say, what I read was that she was saying that there's two sides to the story. She wasn't agreeing with what the cop did because clearly what he did was excessive force. But she was saying for the student to follow the rules because one of the rumors is the fact of that she was on her cell phone, talking on her cell phone. The teacher told her not to, uh, you know, to get off her cell phone. She wouldn't do it. And that's when the cop came in. So Raven was... What I thought what she was trying to say was, if you follow the rules, you wouldn't be in this situation overall, because if you had had your cell phone down, you wouldn't be having this problem. Now, listen, that's what she was saying. I don't know if I agree. I don't agree with what the cop did at all, but that's what she said is kind of what her viewpoint was with it. Now, it's also interesting because there's a disturbing school law in that state that you were mentioning the teachers that it's something with the law where the teachers really don't have a lot of rank with with control over the students they Mm -hmm. automatically have to call the cops so it's it's a touchy subject overall because of the fact that there there really was no control over the with the teacher anyway regardless so i mean the conversation seems to be like should the cop have even been there to begin with because people are like upset like why is there a cop in the school to begin with and then there's teachers that are like we are not allowed to do anything Anything. to these students like so they don't have to have respect for us and they don't have to do the things that we tell them to do because we can't do anything to them to like penalize them so i think the problem though is that 
everybody that's talking about it is putting two separate issues into one conversation. And yes, the fact that she was misbehaving or not doing what she was supposed to do is not okay, but that's a separate conversation Mm -hmm. from what that cop did. So, yes, he was called in and he was supposed to follow a certain procedure to get her out. I personally think that if he was going to physically do that to her, that classroom should have been cleared, removed, cleared, like cleared yeah. out. The students should not have the seen that. The teacher should still be there because yeah. there should be somebody to watch. But Absolutely. like the, to attack her in that way in front of all those students, like that's, I'm so not fine with that. Yeah. But to also then say, well, if she hadn't have been on her phone, then da, 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 right. like that doesn't excuse an attack because she was doing wrong. So yes, we need to address what she's doing wrong and why the teachers aren't in a position to have any authority over students. But we also have to address that a cop should not be backflipping and dragging or a child feel that across comfortable the floor to do that. Like, I don't, whatever. And then everybody was, like, chiming in. He's not racist. He's got a black girlfriend. And he's not this. And I'm what like, does I, he do to his black girlfriend? I, I don't care. Like, why is this even a part of the conversation? He flipped a child over a desk and dragged her across the floor no, in front of 30 other students yeah. and yeah. two other uh, adults who sat and watched. Yeah. Like, for whatever other problems this girl has, that probably only yeah. compounded them in another whole way. That's because now she has been publicly humiliated in a way that she may never get over so yes she was maybe not in the right for whatever she was doing but we need to talk about her behavior as something separate than what he did because what he did was not okay well her behavior no one can even figure out what it was i mean was it that she was talking back to the teacher was it that she was on the phone was it that she was chewing gum so it's like well, Let's allegedly fully she take also, that. Who's making that Allegedly, up? she hit him, too. Or, like, well, and, hit, I mean, in the video, him. she hits oh, him she hits, when he yeah. smacks her. And, 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 and there's three right, different right, videos right, right. that show three different things, too. That's the problem. They need to get the, the real He threw story. a damn little girl. I mean, either, regardless, he threw her down. And the way he threw her down was just... If that was my daughter, I would go in there and be, go in on that cop. You know, he's been fired. Um, but the school gymnasium would name be named after me. And he has a history of attor- abuse. An attorney has been hired. An attorney has been hired, yeah. and yeah. he has been. He was sued in 2007 for excessive uh, force towards a couple. So, and and there was a there were students were saying that he has a, a he's like known for his yeah for being kind of uh, like rough, rough with cop. the students yeah, yeah with the students. So and I'm not and surprise. I don't want to like pass it all off because. Yo, I know what's going on in the schools right now. Oh, kids so are crazy. it ain't no joke. I like, wouldn't want to be a teacher right I now. I understand that it is a serious situation that needs to be addressed, but we can't let that be. How, How do you feel about cops in schools? Yes or no? <sighs> yes. I've always said no because I feel like it only elevates negative right. situations because that kind of aggression, <laughs> like that exists as a just the uniform alone. It, it, it that in itself mm-hmm. makes it another level of how you interact and how all, and I just I but I understand why it exists so I still can't go totally no plain clothes cops are n- maybe not such a bad idea but think if he had a gun on him or like what like I can't even I I just we got to do something else we got to figure it out there's other and there have been proven other ways to work with difficult students in even if you're at a school with all difficult students right. like there have been other other right. schools have been able to figure out how to make it work right. without using police force in that way because you criminalize the kids before they've even done anything because you got cops in the school but i also get being a parent I, and not wanting to send your kid to school with guns i don't know if i don't know if cops in the school though is criminalizing the kids out the gate as much as i mean I, you know i i look at lapd right there's cops at every single school in lapd yeah. right yeah. not a question I, where i went to high school we had 
actually had uh, cops in all the public schools as well, and that was in a city of 300,000 people. Mm -hmm. This is a city of 4 million people that we live in, right? So, you know, you look at it and you go, well, why are these cops really here? Are they here because these are problem schools? And or are they here because like it is the city's duty to make sure that these kids are being protected? Right. Should a kid walk in with a gun? Right. That's how my school was. Or drive a, a a car through a school, or you know what I mean? Or a parent comes up there acting crazy and tries to beat a kid or whatever it is. So I mean, I, you know, I, it's interesting because we also we, we call on them to protect and serve, but at sometimes and, and in this situation, listen, this dude is one hundred one hundred percent completely wrong and yeah. does not deserve to absolutely wear a uniform at all whatsoever. But, you know, we, we call them to protect and serve. And in this situation, like, that's part of what they're supposed to do in these schools. But I mean, these I, kids are so innocent and, and, and have no way to defend themselves. Right. I, but the, the math doesn't work out because what we've seen is an increase, even though we've also increased cops in schools. We've seen also an increase supposedly in violence in schools. And obviously those statistics can be played with and, you know, viewed however they're viewed. But, like... Because people, there was an argument back when uh, Columbine happened and then the other school in that recently happened, like, well, they didn't have cops in the schools. If there was a cop there, they could have taken them out. Well, maybe they could have, maybe they couldn't, because there was an armed person at Columbine, and he wasn't able to take it out because when a kid came to campus, it looked like the kids, so he didn't know who he was supposed to be taking down. So, for me, I'm like, is it not solvable if there's cops that that is their beat to be driving around the school so that they are within seconds of a reach? Do they really need to be standing in the school uniform? So my, like, my school, the like cops stayed out, out, out outside, front. Right? And yeah. so she was the nicest woman in the world. Everyone knew her by her name. And, you know, she would come in, like, around lunchtime and just, like, just walk through. It yeah, wasn't like she was how, there yeah. to make you feel like, oh, my God. No. But, you know, but you knew she was there. And you knew, like, when it was time to get out of school, she was going to be in the parking lot. And you just get in your car and you continue yeah. to go. I just think it's... It's like, I mean, I, I mean, yeah, to put metal detectors and have people right. like standing right when right. you walk in seven o'clock in the that's morning, like before thing, yeah. my social studies class, like that's like yeah. my mind ain't going to be right, you know. But then another thing, this is to, I don't even know if this goes with this, but I had gone to Disneyland and this is so random, but I never even realized there's no metal detectors and they don't check anything when you walk into Disneyland. Well, they look in your purse. But but, and trust but that, and believe there beverages. are cops there at any moment that. That, that, that will take you down. They just don't they just don't let it be seen. But trust me, if you try to take down Epcot Center, you are going down. I mean, I mean, I mean they're watching. But, they're see, watching. but there's a way to do it, I so think. So there's more without, cameras in the school. I, I, you know what I think it is? I think I think one of the best ways to address it would be going back to what you said earlier, playing close cops, because to me what it reminds me of is uh marshals on flights. Uh, mm. We don't know who's yeah. who, but right. we hopefully know that there is some, somebody, somebody there, there paying right. attention and watching should something yeah. happen, which I'm fine with. I agree with that, but I also feel like we're in a state now where kids need to be fearful and they need to know that there is someone there and it, that they can physically see, too. But they're not fearful. Like, these kids that come, yeah, like, these, kids that come I mean, they're in, not, they're like, not, honest not, to God, if they want to shoot up a school, these kids, it, 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 a cop standing there is not a deterrent. Like, I mean, that's true. I mean, because that's, that's there's something else loose. So that's why for me, like, situations like this, when you have a cop that's doing things that maybe some kind of way we needed to work out in a different way, like, we're putting a cop in a situation that he shouldn't have to be in to begin with. Mm-hmm. Because we've left a cop with the job of disciplining, which is not what he should be doing. But neither should teachers. Agreed, but a cop even to me is the next level. Like because that turns it into a different situation. Right. It becomes a heightened sense 
to me as a child yeah. if you get attacked by a right. cop because you're misbehaving in class that is very different than your teacher picking you up and walking you out of class by the ear like but the we thing used is, to right. I feel like but back when we used to like I used to respect my when my teacher said go to the principal's office we I mean go. with the exception of Mr. Quattro you would get an attitude but, but you went you know cousin, what I mean cousin all the way there right yeah but <laughs> it's a different these vibe. days these kids, kids be like, like no. bitch shut the fuck my mother gonna come up in here and cuss you out and the mother will sometimes come, come up, up in there, there and, and cuss, cuss them you out. out so it's like do you need you know it really is Hard to really say that, but I think I'm for the cops. I am. I'm for the cops. I am for outside at least, and just you know when you need to be in there, yeah. be in there, and be like, I'm out here, bitch. I, I yeah. tell you, I mean, I don't, I don't have kids, and I don't know if any of us do, but but the one thing that I would always want to know is that my kid is safe at school. Mm-hmm. Me too. Yeah, and I would like to know that somebody is as nearby as possibly could be. They don't necessarily have to walk the hallways, but as long as they are as close as could possibly be, should something go down, which is how I feel about my cops too, like yeah. just in the streets. Like yeah. that's how I feel you about I don't need them sitting outside my building. But as long as they're close in case something that. goes down, I feel that. you know what I mean? Yeah. And then I feel good. You want them in the neighborhood. That's why I live in the hood. Oh. I feel yeah, it. Yeah, because, okay. you know, they over patrol in the hood. Well, that's true. Oh. But I know just in case. They're close by. But you're yeah. not worried about them over patrolling on you. No, 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 no. Okay. He got his polo on. He's got his polo on. That makes it okay. <laughs> All right. Boom. All right. On another note, whatever your favorite TV show is, maybe it's Real Housewives of Atlanta, which starts back Come up back. next week. Yeah. Maybe it's Scandal. Whatever your favorite TV show is, as soon as it's over, head over to our sister site, After Buzz TV, where we, as soon as the show's done, we are over there talking about it with your favorite people. AfterBuzzTV.com. Boop. All right, moving on to gossip with Courtney Stewart. All right, I got my little screen again, so let me work with this. Okay, so (laughs) this week we had Roland Martin in the news. He's always on the news, but he was sort of in the news bad-mouthing another host. He was bad-mouthing Bill O'Reilly. What? Shocking, because Bill O'Reilly is so great. Why would he do that? Okay, well, (laughs) apparently Roland gave an interview to The Wrap this week. It was published on Monday. And he basically expressed disgust for Fox News' coverage of the Black Lives Matter movement. And he was quoted as labeling O'Reilly specifically as, quote, a despicable coward. He said, quote, they are lying to their audience and painting a picture that is shameful and despicable. He added that um, basically uh, Fox News, if you guys don't watch, it's fairly entertaining. They should just not <laughs> it call is. it Fox News. It should be called like Fox Life Entertainment yeah. for laughter. But whatever. <laughs> Anyways, so, <laughs> so they have often many different hosts, not just Bill O'Reilly, but they've compared the Black Lives Matter movement to um, the Nazis and the KKK and basically a whole movement to kill cops. Like that's their goal. That's what they're trying to do. Like that's what Black Lives Matter is. And um, O'Reilly has declined repeated requests to debate Roland Martin, which has been very upsetting for Mr. Martin. He's like, I will come on your show. I will talk to you. Like, we can debate this back and forth. But he will not let him do it. Because Bill O'Reilly doesn't like smart people on the show. Well, Bill O'Reilly, he will shut you down Mm -hmm. as... He'll just yell at you. (laughs) Well, in this case, he actually Mm -hmm. shut down somebody because in all fairness, he did have... Wait, um, Bill O'Reilly did? Bill O'Reilly did have a supporter of the Black Lives Movement on his show. Um, I think it was a few weeks ago. Um, His name is Keith Boykin, who is a Black Lives Matter supporter and a former aide to President Bill Clinton. And (laughs) while he was on this show, Boykin was trying to, like, combat O'Reilly's comment basically saying that Black Lives Matter is trying to kill cops and he was like we don't want dead cops and he was trying to explain to Bill O'Reilly that that wasn't the case and the Fox News host shut off his microphone Oh, and that was the end of his interaction (laughs) 
Wait a minute. Bill O'Reilly had his microphone shut off. Yo, yes. But you should watch the clip online if you haven't. You could just Google that. Bill O'Reilly, uh, Boykin, and I the mic see that. definitely... I, see I heard about it, but I didn't see it. The so. mic definitely shuts down. I'm sure the excuse was, oh, technical, technical No, problems. but it was, like, straight up, like... And I'm pretty sure I'm pretty right. sure it's not the first time that's happened because I'm pretty sure I was watching a debate between uh, I can't recall who um, one time that Bill O'Reilly, one of the people, was cut off, and we were like, "Wait, what happened?" And like, it was all accidental. So yeah. Anyway, that's why Roland Martin would like to be on the show and try to talk to him and keep it real because this whole propaganda so to speak in his opinion about Black Lives Matter being only about killing cops is running rampant on Fox News and it's he believes because they don't want their audience to know the truth. What do you think that what do you think that like Monday morning meeting is like? Like or that well, like, what do you think that <laughs> oh, meeting with the like, staff sitting that in there? Yeah. Like every morning what the, what that meeting is like. I just want to be there A because the it just it, has to be the most I per- personally think that they are all super intelligent people and they know exactly what they're doing. Mm-hmm. So I feel like in the meeting they're like, yeah, we know blah, 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 but this is how we going to spin it because this is what we do. Because it's not news. Like, it is definitely an entertainment source. Like, yeah. it is not news. And I believe that on a certain level they believe at the core Stop. what they are be- talking about. Stop. But No, some of them I do believe. I mean, some well, I do believe mm. most here's the thing, of them. You cannot What's call them. Here's the thing: you cannot call them. You cannot call them intelligent. Mm-hmm. You cannot use such a big word for people. I, I would say opinionated, but, I don't know, but not Bill intelligent. Bill O'Reilly is actually really, and we know someone who worked with him very well, who worked here at BHL, and she said he. I mean, she sat down with is him and had great. He's intelligent. I think but he's he, intelligent. He, he, he has, has a. He is has there a, a difference? Is there a difference between intelligence and just being in the know? Because he's obviously very. He's obviously knows. What he's supposed to, know. he knows everything. He knows current topics. He knows things. That no, he's supposed I think to he's know. really well read and educated. Like I think he is an intelligent person, but I also think he has specific opinions that he knows from an entertainment perspective pays his check if he amps it up to a certain level. And I think so. He's acting that, on a certain That's level. I think he's acting. Yeah. I did. Yep. Because even when I watched is that Nancy Grace bitch on that on Fox, is she Fox? Nancy Grace? Is she no. on Fox? No, she's no, on Fox. She's on, Fox need to hire her. She needs to be seen. Or headline. Or headline. I think it's Kelly. Kelly who? Is the Fox. What's the blonde girl's name from Fox? The Oh, the one that got mad. Oh, with Donald Trump? Skeletor. No, oh, what's her real name? Skeletor. We got all kind of nicknames for people. Yeah, but they do. They all come off as like cartoon characters-esque. Like when I watch Bill O'Reilly, it's like watching a like really angry version of like someone's grandpa just going off like, yeah. So much bigger than grandpa. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I don't even take him seriously. Like I said, it's his stick. You know what I mean? He 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 knows how to cause the controversy, and that's what he does. So half the the top, I do think he's very intelligent, but I think it's also his act. I don't take half so the things that he says. He's in the press so much. So there's, no, there's no, you don't think there's any. He has he he. So then what you're saying is he actually takes no responsibility. I don't really think he does take responsibility. Yeah, absolutely. I don't think he does. I don't does. think he does he at all. Which is no very dangerous. dangerous. That yeah. is insanely dangerous. I don't think dangerous. he does. Because he's walking around saying that Black Lives Matter is essentially a terrorist. I think, he's trying, terrorist. To, I think he's trying to get reactions out of people and viewers. But I think That's he also scary. he knows his that his audience wants to, is, hear, that. Wants to hear that. Like right. and so they, he's feeding don't call yourself what a journalist. they want. Don't but you're not a journalist Well, he's calling himself a host. Is he calling himself a journalist? He wrote a book. Like, he, you know... He's a personality. I don't know that I he give considers him himself a journalist. Yeah. Oh, you know? I just feel like him and Ann Coulter have like sacrificial yeah, sex and Yo, like create that skeleton. Ann Coulter literally like my hair is just stood up on the back of my but neck. But when she really shut Raven it. down, I did laugh. I'm not even gonna lie. 
I, that well, was you know but how I felt about that, but that's that another conversation. <laughs> but anyways, I can't. Speaking. I feel like they're going to have like the devil's child together, and it's just going to be like. I feel I like they're just laughing maybe all the I way just, to oh, the bank right. selling Duh. their books and all yeah, that that's kind why of stuff. I mean, maybe I just have positive. Still like, have things to say about them, and they stay in the news because really of that. Nobody can really believe. Oh no! And be that level because that's the thing. I think they're too intelligent to actually fully have believe you been everything that they're Trump saying. Campaign, I well, believe. No, but that's what I'm saying. They are speaking to the lowest common denominator, but I don't think they actually are a part of the lowest common denominator. Right. They just know that it exists and that there's a check to, to be made from them. it. So they're manipulating it. Whatever. Damn. Speaking of manipulation. Mm. So, this next piece of gossip is kind of ridiculous. <laughs> I'm just going to let you know that now. Okay. So, there was a retired boxer from Philadelphia. His name is Yusef Mack. I'm not that into boxing, so I don't know if he was super great, but he's currently now retired. And apparently he's been retired since 2014. And apparently, because of the 10 kids that he has, he was a little strapped for cash back in June. Yo, this is only the beginning. And wait, one of of the kids is he had when he was 15. Yeah. Yousef, this story is doing too much. So basically, (laughs) the Philadelphia. Is he trying to repopulate? He was active in Philly. Did we miss? He's trying to repopulate Philly. So he told this story basically to the Philadelphia Daily News. And this is what happened. And I want you guys all to, like, listen. Because it gets things crazier than happen. 10 kids? Things happen. Yeah. Things happen. Oh, you, boy, listen to the story. Things <laughs> happen. Look at the picture. And people get caught up. And now listen to the story. You know what I'm saying? You can't, don't, so, even, don't set it up for Jay. I'm just, just letting you know the story. That let we, it happen we, naturally. Jay is the audience listening. You know in the industry. But I just want y'all to know that it gets crazier than 10 kids. I just want to be <laughs> listen, sure that's, that's, all that's my new It's 2015. <laughs> going on 16, just so we all clear, we only like 60 days away. <laughs> And it's more than 10 kids? I'm just letting you know that in the world we live wow. today, gonna forget it's easy about that to get caught, caught up. This story. Okay? It's easy to get caught you up might in forget the world. about Caitlyn Jenner. <laughs> okay. Okay, so those of y'all out there, here's the story. So, in June 2014, Yusuf was like, yo, I got 10 kids. I'm kind of strapped for cash. I'm going to answer this Facebook post to do a porn movie. Because, you know, I need a little cash. Mm-hmm. So he hops on a train and goes to New York City. And when he arrived at this apartment in the Bronx, where apparently they do porn, there was lots of, like, hot ladies walking around naked. And he was like, oh, it's about to go down. And that is an actual quote. He thought it was about to go down. Literally. But it was um, not. But he needed a drink or something. Does down mean, like, he's going to get he, an 11th he, he needed a drink. He needed a drink. So they gave him a pill and a shot of vodka. He said he took the pill and a shot of vodka. And the next thing he knew, he woke up. And he was on a train at the station in Philly with $4,500 in his pocket. So he went home. And he was like, yo, I'm good. Whatever. It's all good. Until a few days later, a friend of his called him up and was like, hey, boo. I see you in a movie on t- on online. He was like, "What a movie? You getting it on with two other brothers? Two other what? Two brothers. other brothers. brothers. Three way. I like how you hit the ERS. Brothers. <laughs> brothers. <laughs> so we're clear. brothers. <laughs> so we're clear. We're speaking of men. <laughs> so of course, Yusuf was like, "What?" And this is what he said: "Quote, my whole life I've been what they call a whoremonger. I love females." The only time I touch a man is when I'm in the ring fighting. So he was pissed. He was upset. He was hurt. He could not believe. He does not understand how he ended up in a pornographic movie with two other men. There were no women involved. He is very, 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 very upset. So he now believes that he was drugged with a drug called GHB, which is 
um, basically like a date rape drug, mm-hmm. and was forced to perform in a pornographic movie with two other men. And he just said to the paper that, I'm just hurt right now. I can't really sleep at night, but I'm getting by. Everybody thinks I'm going to hurt myself, but I got to stay strong for my 10 girls. I'm on GHB right now. Boy. Just to so, hear this story. For all just of y'all out there. Through, just to get through this story. <laughs> when you need a little cash, you probably shouldn't respond to a Facebook post for a porn movie. Stop. Daryl, don't do it. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. Because yeah. you might show up on the internet. With $4,500 here's my biggest problem with the story (laughs) let's start with line number one wait i just can we just just can we just back up can we just back up real quick i just want to make sure that that i did he make a living as a boxer or was he like boxing every once in a while but then like still had a day job he he, he, he made a living career career okay all right i just wanted to make which is why i think he's denying the gay allegation well, okay, he performed in the video, first of all. Let's start there. Yeah, so it was like an acting role. That's what I'm saying. He performed, so he... So maybe it was a hallucinogenic right, what you mean, like, what you mean, like, So it was like right, a mis- on, like, like, I'm here to fix your refrigerator? Like that, right, like, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Okay, like, okay. He, he performed, so this is not a Missy Elliott... Uh, did, you, did you watch the video? No, I did. Uh, no, I'm saying... I did extensive research. He was like Katy Perry, wide awake. That <laughs> she was up. He was awake. He was very functioning. But maybe he was on a hallucinogenic you know, instead of first a of all, Here we go. Dog Pound USA is the porn company, and they said and he they did not only have, do gay porn. And they said they did not give him any drugs. At exactly. All. And they're gonna. They're gonna. He has a nickname in the motherfucking video, and they're gonna sue him <laughs> because. You're well, he did him. tell the paper that he was not pursuing any of legal action right now. But he wanted everybody to know. You're not going to sue somebody he that was date raped drugged. you? He didn't say date rape. That he drugged said I you? was drugged so and taken advantage of. My question is, so the hallucinations, he hallucinated that these were women? Maybe. That Maybe he thought they were they vaginas. They had penises in his mouth. That Maybe is both. <laughs> First of all, he's getting rammed up the ass. I'm just saying, like, do what? He gets did fucked they, in well, the think that the women have dildos on? No, That's what I'm trying to figure out. Maybe they and they all look like look at them. Those are, there's nothing manly about that. We, 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 we lost Jay for a moment. We, need back up we, gotta, we gotta bring Jay back. We lost Jay for about Can we ten all seconds. Just bring this back for one more second. Let's, let's rewind. Just rewind. Conversation. Let's, 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 so wait, yes. there was a man. I'm an actor. Yeah. <laughs> this is what I. That's how I pay my bills, right? And I have to learn lines, right? I yes. look at a script and I go, "Oh, that's my line." I should say it. Mm-hmm. And then somebody says this <laughs> line. I should say and then it. they go, oh, there's another line. I should say that too. Oh, okay, boy. here's the thing. Can you do that on drugs? I, I mean... Some. Well, now some. I, some, have. some. I, some no, have. No, not that you can't. Not that you can't. And we're talking about porn, so we're not talking about... A, you know, uh, we're not talking lines. about like a Malick film. We, you like, know, oh. It's not like Soderbergh was, was, like, was directing oh, him. We're not, you know, we're not talking about something like, you know, highbrow. That's um, good. But, but he, he acted in... I mean, you know... Like he hit mark, like he hit marks. Like you, call, I, you saw the video. Did marks, he hit? Did he hit the marks? I mean, like you said, it's not like it's not like full out conversations, dialogue. but it's like yo, okay. it's good, bro. Like so clearly, the but cat he had a said penis in his three mouth. males. Um, he had a penis in his asshole. Okay, so that's that's where well, it goes that back to my point. If you pass out, he wasn't passed out. He was wide awake. Listen, I'm not trying. I'm not even trying to get personal, but I am. If you were passed out, don't you wake up. You would wake up not worry about the fuck. Hey, listen, mom. if we was in the bed and you was passed out and I started poking around, don't you think you'd be like, oh, 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 hold on. That wait, wasn't there when I went to sleep. Wait, wait, wait one minute. Wait one second. Hold on. Wait, 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 wait. The sleep just got interrupted. It's good sleep. Right. It's good sleep. Right. 
You don't, you don't, you don't stop me and go, Jay. What you doing back there? No, no, it's not, that's not. <laughs> Jay, Jay, wrong home. What you drunk? Jay, oh, boy. you don't stop me. You just, you just <laughs> let me poke around. I can't respond because anything that I would respond would be so inappropriate. You um, stop. Good luck, brother. <laughs> Wait, can we Good just side note this whole story? Uh, because another story had came up that I really wanted to put in this week. Oh. About Zola the Stripper. Can yeah, I, I, I thought about doing that Shout one. Shout out to Zola trending. the Stripper. Yeah, that, that was the best reading I've done. I'm going to send it to you. You just have to read the whole thing. Well, okay, for people who don't know. I'm working don't on know that it. as a monologue I'm going right to tweet it out, okay? So Zola is this girl. She's a dancer. And she met this white girl dancer. Her name was Jessica? Je- yes. Jessica, And yeah. she said, hey, girl. You want to come to Florida with me and make some money? And she was Zola, like, what kind of money we gonna make? What kind of money we got? Money. What kind of money? Big money? Oh, okay, I'm down. I'm good. So, mind you, Jessica was with a, 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 large, a, large, a large black, black man. man the night that she met him. Now, when she went to the airport, she met up with Jessica, another large black man who was not the same one, original mm-hmm. one, and then Jessica's white boyfriend. Yes. And she said, well, wait a minute, who are these guys? They go on this trip, and now this is like a full detail Law and Order White episode. Boy friend, White White boyfriend, 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 like her boo, Jessica her boo, her boo. Okay. And uh, they go to Florida, and it turns into this shenanigans of a lifetime. Like that <laughs> one guy is like the pimp, and then I find out Jessica is a prostitute, she and she's only getting selling her cooch for a hundred dollars. Zola teaches Zola's her how like, to no, sell girl, it for you a thousand. Zola starts. She needs to go to the bunny ranch. Out, uh, the boyfriend was almost going to kill himself and jump off a ledge, and the, it is just the most. And this bitch posts the whole story on Twitter, and, and then gives called, you updates. Why she don't fuck with that bitch no more? Yeah, is what she entitled it. She just wanted everyone to know why she. This is why she don't fuck with that bitch. But it is one of the most interesting stories. And people are like, this is probably going to be a TV show or a movie made out of this thing. Like, because it was so detailed. And I really... The black dude was the well, pimp. It turns out he no, he was not just a pimp. Okay, okay no, no. he was a big African sex trafficker. Yeah, okay? yeah he was a sex trafficker. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. Okay, that's a whole another story for Bell. That's Bell-Rabble. another whole level yeah. to that story. But she yeah. did make it safely back to Detroit with her boo, and she told her man oh, the whole story when it was all over. She I was mean, from the D. No, it started with Detroit, and I would have understood. Yeah, that would yeah, that would have changed the context of the story. Sorry, here's how much I love Detroit, but I I would have. Here's how much I know strippers because then I asked my girlfriend. I was like, wait a minute, like why? Would she go with a stranger? That's good money. She said, "Bitch, that's what hoes do." Yeah, like, oh. good money, quick money, good money. They were just going for the weekend. I'm gonna tweet it out, and y'all can read it if you have yeah, not. It do. is honestly like just it's the funniest thing I've read. Get some hot cocoa, right a glass of wine, yeah. or something after but scandal. She, and read it. She's not saying she was drugged into a gay sex. <laughs> no, 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 no. She was wide right awake. She was wide right awake, and and she was fully clear <laughs> that she don't trick. Right. So Yusef, maybe you weren't clear that you don't trick. He he's clearly lying. Are you, I mean, you can't clearly call him a liar. No, I mean, no, I'm gonna. I saw the video. There's, I mean, but I don't need to see the video. I, that's what I'm saying. Don't I don't need to, to see the video. video. I don't, I, I don't, even, I don't I need actually, to see the video. I don't I, even want to sit next to nobody who saw the video. <laughs> oh, that's fine. But but here's what I do know. He wasn't on no drugs. Thank you. That's what, what I'm if, saying. He might have smoked so some weed. Many drugs. Like, what if he was like on, like, you know? Why would you take a pill? The, because he still performed. It could have been like an anxiety pill. Like it could have been Why a Xanax. Because they wanted to loosen him up. No, he's never done porn before. You just gonna take an anxiety pill for me? Because he hasn't done porn before. But so he's like, I need a Xanax. But yo, we talking about a grown man. You don't know me like that. So if I just, hey, yo, take this pill. You know that last time? I'm not even gonna bring that dude's name up. But see you. But it's a lot of people talking about a man who we all know we just talked about him earlier who he was giving people pills 
for the last thirty years. Well, mm. but see, that's only don't, further. So, so don't proof. we don't we learn? Yeah, but that's the story that came out since then. But, so Yusuf should know from the father of all fathers Yusuf, on national television that he didn't have. Wait, wait Cosby's pills were way better because these bitches weren't remembering until thirty years. They were later. Quite <laughs> yeah, those are some serious pills. <laughs> I was like, like, wait a minute. Shoot, I mean, I don't know. Well, technically, Yusuf never remembered because he only cared when it was posted online that he had. Well, he was fine with that money in his pocket. But here, here, here's my thing. I, I would be able to sort of believe him if he was just the person who was doing the 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 fucking, you know. Because they do, do alright, they do if, do if this thing, was, it's called a bait and being, switch. Yeah. And so they blindfold a straight guy, yeah. and they have a girl in a car, but it's really a guy doing stuff to them. And then they give him money and they throw him out a, bu- out a, out a truck. What? This wasn't that. This was a man in an, in an acting video. He doesn't know his porn. I'm Apparently. just saying. Yeah, you just broke it down. Yeah. You can ship this to a whole other level. It, you know what I mean? I keep to myself because motherfuckers out here got diseases and I'm not trying to catch it. Oh, nothing. Okay. okay. But we just got real personal. Right. You know what I mean? Well, Come on over to my Twitter page. Sad. But here's what I'm saying. When you wake up in the morning. I'm just because nah, I just want to know. I know, but when accidental situation. But here's the thing. I'm glad that you live for you. If you come to my house, right? If you come to my house, right? <laughs> and I'm like, hey, let me give you a champagne and a and a pill, whatever it is. <laughs> a champagne and a pill. Is this you know the morning time? No, no, I'm just saying, but listen to what I'm a I girl, so I have listen. a different perception. I'm no, like, wait, wait, oh, wait, wait, no, 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 we just fall asleep. no, 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 Something happened. Like, like. <laughs> but, but that's a like, girl. You, 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 like, you, 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 Uber, you don't go like, like, you don't go 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 like, you like, you don't go 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 that. Well, he doesn't even know what he was doing. So, what did he just like? is lying, oh, is what it boils down to. I mean, you know what? I don't know I if Box has been telling me the concussion. I'm surprised that she even stood up for him. Actually. I mean, I'm trying to help brother out because I, I read am, that and I, I was am. like, is this real life? I know so that you would date Yusef. Yeah. She did not say all that, first of all. <laughs> you would date Yusef because you'd be like, no, it's okay. I understand what Yousef happened to you. Yusef has 10 children. Me and Yusef can't even be friends. And on that note, we just can't even be friends. <laughs> and apparently he's jobless because who answers yeah, an ad on Facebook no, he's to not. go to porn? Well, he has forty five hundred dollars now. Yeah. Um, he has ten children. Yeah, that's gone. That was like child support for the first. No, that was only child support for two of them. That was child support for two of them. back though. So if Yusuf had no children, if Yusuf had no children, about forty five hundred dollars in his pocket. Yeah, if he had no children, forty five hundred dollars, and he hit you, y'all just bumped into each other out one night. And he was like, yo, but you got, I just want you to he's know this one not, thing. He's not that cute. Oh, now it's just back to you. Oh, now, now, Because uh, uh, okay. a minute ago, you was giving him excuses. Like, no, he, I'm just trying to help that there's possibilities that, like, devil's people, advocate. things happen. Leave the devil And at when home. you add drugs. <laughs> the devil's that you saw. Leave the devil at home. Maybe he was nervous <laughs> and he just needed a Xanax. I cannot believe that you were standing up for that man. Because I don't take Xanax. And if I took a Xanax, I took a Benadryl and I was somebody else. So it was well, like, you know, you, if you take, shut up. know who you were. But do you remember what happened and yeah what happened my girl were you slobbing on some knob did you wake up and you have some pains and places that you didn't have pains before? wait hold on like, well, this is a personal issue because I mean so I'm glad you sat next to me today what's next 
I'm glad I'm you sat saying. next to me today, I Courtney. I read. If you don't Where remember somebody, find us? listen. If you don't remember somebody after a Benadryl, then they need to reevaluate their whole life. <laughs> I know that's right. I know they that's need right. To that's a whole other different problem. <laughs> yeah, I'm with Jay on that one. I know that's right. You know what this saying? is a different conversation, and we're going to move All right. on to new conversations. We'll move what you on. got, um, we'll, so we'll, We're going to move show. on to iTunes, um, <laughs> where you can find us, and you can find interesting conversations like the one that oh, just took apparently. place right now. You can find old episodes with Jay Ellis on Next. You can find The Beat with Jesse. You can find Fashion 401. You can find Portraits, which we just did with Iyanla, and we also had Jennifer Lewis. Yes. Uh, we've got a whole list of people that you can find on BlackHollywoodLive.com on iTunes. Be sure to give us a rating and comment. You guys have been great to us. You've made this week the number one show on Black Hollywood Live, so thank you thank for you. all your comments and the love for the show. We want to continue to give you the best programming possible, and also subscribe. We, that's very important for us, too. Please subscribe. Tell a friend. Send it to your auntie. Maybe, you know, edit Jesse some your parts auntie, that he has to say, cousin. you know, when he cusses. I'm probably your auntie's favorite, though. It probably yes. is, because you're my she mom's favorite, them. so mm-hmm. I must say. Um, so please go to Black Hollywood Live on iTunes. Give us a rating and comment, and let us know what you guys love and don't love, and we'll try and change the programming for you. All right, moving on to the ER Web Story Spotlight of the Week. By change the programming, you mean there'll be more Yousef programming? <laughs> All right, I'm yeah. stop. My bad. We're My gonna bad. leave Yousef alone. My bad. Oh, boy. I, I see a new. I see a new show for y'all coming real soon. <laughs> What's it called? Jesse's Porn Hub. I don't know. <laughs> no. Uh-oh. Your commentary would be hilarious. Your like people on the couch funny. on Bravo. No, actually, you could just sit because and watch have you ever read comments and then just make your porn? comments. No, but you should do a show like that. I should do that because I die. People have like the most serious political commentary under porn. Oh, I'm porn. like, what are y'all doing? <laughs> yeah, like, really, y'all are really on here. Yeah, it's like, really not that serious uh, wow. for commentary. But <laughs> wow. I would like to see a show with you on there like that. That'd be funny. Uh, all right, yeah, it's we're not really my brand that I'm reaching for. <laughs> is, that, is that your new brand? <laughs> you know, there's a market for it. Uh, all right, we're we're moving on to the ER Web Story Spotlight of the Week. A person who's been in the headlines who's had a little controversy this week is Russell Simmons, who we all love. He is yeah, the, the man. He has uh, done a lot of great things in the in the community, but uh, some people in the community are upset with him right now because of his rush card. Mm-hmm. Uh, as you know, or if you don't know, the rush card is something that he developed for minorities and for lower income families um, to be able to manage their money and use it just like a debit card, just like you would use anything else. Um, it's under the MasterCard bigger corporation. Um, but this past week, there was a glitch in the computer system where people were not able to access their funds for 10 days. Mm-hmm. So people went bananas because they were having surcharges. They were having uh, different charges of, of checks bouncing um, that were happening to them. They were all being charged for this, and it just now is getting fixed. Now, Russell has been very apologetic in this entire matter. He actually even started a fund to um, have uh, other business people that he knows mm-hmm. to contribute so <coughs> this doesn't happen anymore. So if this would, if a glitch would happen, that there's easy access, a pool of money that people could get to, he guaranteed that everyone will be reimbursed for all of their funds that were missing or or lost in this glitch. Um, But people are pretty pissed off with Russell about this because of the fact that, you know, a lot of these people need the day-to-day money to access their bills and just their living. In fact, one of the tweets that were sent out was a a man who said that he wasn't able to buy groceries for his children because he wasn't able to access Mm -hmm. his debit card for 10 days. So, Mm -hmm. you know, what do you guys think about this and and Russell's reaction to, you know, what was going on? I can't even, I cussed out Bank of America for waiting 20 minutes because they fucked up my shit at Whole Foods the other day, so I can't even imagine. 10 days is a long time not to be able to access your money. a long time. Y'all know what he should do? Hmm. Keep on the couch. call George Lucas... Right. Wife. Right. <laughs> right. And have a conversation with her. And then she going to talk to George mm-hmm. about that relief fund. 
Okay. She got drug George (laughs) 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 into giving up 10 more million. So in 10 years, he'd be like, I don't even remember helping him. That was terrible. But he was really good. He was like responding to people on Twitter. He was responding to people on Twitter. He said he would even take phone calls to certain people. So he was was really trying to be on top of it. I felt he felt bad. He should give a little kickback, though. Well, he's saying that he cover certain things, but we'll see. I mean, in the end, it's rough because those like the people that use a rush card in general already are like financially not in the best place because you can't get a bank account that's why you get a rush card yeah so thousands lost their i mean it was like thousands of people so many people but i mean and i know i'd be pissed i mean you know, when the bank what charges me, if I go to a restaurant, they double charge me twice. I get pissed off if it's like $24. You're my money like, when, you know, so I know yeah. I would be pissed 10 days. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's some yeah. serious stuff. That Which, is crazy. Little, little note out there. I hate calling Bank of America, and I just Bank of America is the worst. Right, but their Twitter actually will reply Probably to you quicker than calling. Than mm-hmm. Just letting y'all know. So, tw- so you're saying tweet like people, tweet, tweet oh, corporations. Sure oh, tweet the At this point, I will. I'd be up. I'd be, no. I'd be dragging Bank of America. Tweet an anthem. I know this isn't a problem for you, Jay, with all those millions you got them in your coins. bank account. But what? Them no. coins is oh, real. Coins. Them coins is real. You I've been to your house. To them coins is real. But what would you coins. do in this situation? What do you? What? what if would I'm you, Russ, yeah. If I'm Russ, I mean, I, th- I think you know. I think he hit it right. I think you got to respond to people and let people know that you're actually there and approachable and accessible, and you apologize as much as you possibly can. And I think you know you do you. You set up a fund, you know yeah. what I mean, and you help people out. You know, I, I mean, I don't know what the numbers are really like, what the dollar amounts are like, but you know, Russ can afford a little donation. I, I would. Say I mean, so, I'm not trying yeah. to speak on your money, Russ, yeah. but you can afford a donation. Yeah. <laughs> some little nice little financial, um, like positive thing, Christmas like send everybody a hundred dollar gift card. I think everybody should get like a little Christmas bonus, even if it's like a couple hundred dollars. You, you know, know some little extra something. It's tough though, but you know, you you say that, but it goes back to what you said. Like you know, a lot of people who use the Rush card are people who can't get bank accounts. Sure. Like you know, I appreciate your gift card. Or, you know whatever yeah. but at the end of the day like you know the gift card ain't gonna get me through I'm almost being mean, evicted yeah. or you know if you're Yousef and you got 10 Quarters. kids yeah. you know what I'm saying like <laughs> it always goes back to Yousef you know damn Yousef <laughs> you know Yousef, I, I actually Yousef heard I read this story earlier this week did you guys know that AARP is leaving MasterCard and going yes. to Visa yeah going mm. to Visa Yeah, and that's gonna be that. crazy that's gonna be well, could you imagine a bunch of baby boomers running yeah. around with no debit cards for yeah. 10 days that's scary they barely yeah. know how to use the card as is. Yeah. Right. They're like, we got to change again. <laughs> right. I mean, I'm like that when I got to change something. So. Yeah. Yeah, but you know what? Russell did it. I, I, I applaud the way yeah. Russell handled it. Yeah. So I, I can't be mad at him. I mean, it's an unfortunate situation. And like I said, I know I would be pissed off if it Shit happened to happens, me. But, man. That's but banking in America. Banking in America. Banking in America. All right. Well, speaking of pissed off, someone else who is pissed off is actor Harold Paranu, who we know from Z Nation. He's been in so many movies. He's uh, been he around for a so long time. sweet. Super nice guy. Yeah. Well, his daughter uh-huh. is one of the stars in Jim and the Holograms, which is a... Mm-hmm. It's a... It's a remake of, of a, a real tight 80s cartoon. It's a cartoon, And Courtney right? is mm-hmm. not thrilled that they improved it. She's not thrilled we about gonna it. We're going to keep going. Go on. Well, well, his daughter is in the movie, and yes, his daughter is biracial. She's playing Shayna. She's playing, Shana. <laughs> She's playing Shayna. And critics are really upset because they don't feel that his daughter looks black enough to play the, the character in the movie. I'm so... so Harry is they should have made very, very pissed off. Uh, he had this to say when uh, the media spoke Mm-mm. with him about uh, his daughter. He said, the reason I am so angry right now is that I feel like my daughter, my child, is being attacked. She's being harshly and unfairly judged during a time when she should be re- relishing her new accomplishments. 
Now, like I said, critics have said that she isn't black enough um, and about the role that she's playing, but he later also said, uh, when he was asked again about his daughter being cast, he said, can we stop looking to Hollywood to define who we are and find ways that we can define ourselves? What do you guys think about this story? I can listen, Courtney. Let me start with you because you already rolled. I do have you an were, attitude. You were rolling your eyes before I even started the story. So what's I definitely have what's an attitude. attitude. I feel like this is personal. Okay, overall, the movie looks terrible. I'm not going to judge it. I haven't seen it yet, so I'm already bitter. I will denote that in the beginning. I'm bitter because it doesn't look like what it should look like to me so far, and the casting overall sucked in my opinion. But haven't seen it. The girls, I'm sure, are super talented. I totally get it. Whatever. My issue with what Harold said, I do. I don't. I don't support people going online and talking to this little girl, talking about you ain't black enough for. Because right. the issue isn't with her, at all. She's as black as she want to be, and as black as she, she believes be. she is and wants to be. Like she's black because of daddy black, and if she whatever, that's not the issue. The issue is whitewashing a cast because the reality is every pre like okay. I have to explain it up front. I'm a huge Jam and the Holograms fan. I, I, I feel the like, passion. Like, enormous. <laughs> I introduced passion. a Jam and the Holograms to my boyfriend's 10-year-old, like, two years ago. And she is, like, so hype about Jam and the Holograms. So when we found out there was about to be a movie, we were like, yes! We're going. We can't wait. Were there any black characters we in the saw, cartoon? Yes, that's the problem. Okay. We saw the we saw the uh, trailer the voice on that. for the right. new movie. Ask we saw the trailer for the again. movie. Right, I didn't ask ask nothing. <laughs> We saw the trailer for the movie, and we were like, where's Shayna? <laughs> There's no Shayna in this movie. And my new 10-year-old, like, Shayna's not in the movie. How did I not have Okay, Shana? sorry. Was she chocolate in the... Shayna was chocolate. In okay, the, she the- was not even, like, brown like me. Shayna was chocolate with purple afro. Okay. Like, my afro out. And so, to see that role be given to this young lady, who is beautiful and, is, again, as black as she wants to be, it's only disappointing because it's that whole ethnically ambiguous thing, and we're looking at it like, that's not... Are there any black girls in the band? Because it's a band. It's a band, and it was exciting because it's mm-hmm. like, Kimber was Asian, and we had a black girl, and we had Jim, and we had this. So, like, it, it was a big... It's kind of like, see, that is Shayna. Thank you. So... Wow. She, yeah, she's It was just as upsetting as when they did Josie and the Pussycats, and like much storm as I love, with Halle Berry? It, it, somewhat, yes, exactly. Like it's just one of those things. Like nobody's. Uh, I'm not coming for the girl for being cast. Like, girl, get your job, work, do your thing. Don't hate on her. She got a job, and she's probably great and can sing, and it's wonderful. But in the end, we get as a black girl, I get tired of seeing girls that look ethnically ambiguous because I couldn't even pick out that they had cast that character in the freaking trailer because they all look like white girls yeah. up against each other and that's what's upsetting not that she got a job and whatever 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 <laughs> so anyway I'm glad to find out I only found out that Shayna was actually in the show because Harold Perrineau was coming out saying like why are y'all coming from my I was like oh she was cast as Shayna okay well now I get it because I didn't even realize you were African American which is fine I'm not telling you that's, that doesn't make you African American I'm simply saying that it's another whitewashing image that they've done before they did it with Josie and the Pussycats by putting Rosario Dawson in the oh, black yeah, girl they role did. You're right. and yeah. it's just like it sucks it's lame so, but going to the point of being like, we can't keep looking to Hollywood to define our blah, blah, blah. I'm not looking for Hollywood to define shit. But what I am saying is that existed to begin with. And then you purposely chose someone that does not look African-American entirely. Like Kiki Palmer would have taken it. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
She's beautiful. Don't get me wrong. She's gorgeous. She's great. But she doesn't necessarily, upon appearances, immediately look African-American unless you know that she's mixed. That doesn't make her not black. It just means from appearances, she doesn't look. And this is a business of images. So if that's the image you want to put out, I can't do shit about it. But it still speaks something to people that are brown and appreciated the fact that in the 80s there was a You wanted her to look TV. more like the... Yeah. the I mean, can we get an Afro girl? Comer- like, she, got, she ain't even got big curly hair. Like, because she, like... Cause her hair in the video was like pressed down, and, and we're like, dang, cause she at least have curly hair. Like, right. give her something. This chick got afro. She does yeah. have afro. She, she, had, she afro. got a blue purple. She afro. had a blue purple afro. She does have a blue purple. That afro. was my Halloween costume last year. But I'm just saying, <laughs> like, why, why? Yeah, I just whatever. I'm done talking because I talked a really long time. I'm sorry, no, but, but we, I we, really liked it. I'm in the holograms. It's passion. a great cartoon. It's on Netflix. Check it out if you haven't. It. It's great. Just don't go see the movie. Have you ever seen it? Go when see I was the movie. younger. Not so my sister it. was hardcore with I was more this, like so. a Sailor Moon. Yeah. I don't even know what it is. It's the best cartoon ever. I had the lunchbox. It was like amazing. Just, it was great. They were like a rock band. They were, they were a rock, rock, rock band. Were, were they, they in high school or something? Or? Mm, well, they were all foster <clears throat> children and Jim's father like adopted all of them so they all lived in the house together and Jim was like the older one but she's actually Jerrica. She got like once her daddy died he has this whole like thing that he set up that makes her a pop star so like she can press because he owned a record company so she takes over the record company and she has these earrings that turn her into jam it was like a yeah that's what i remember she turns into jam and like they have this whole thing so she it's basically like if you hannah montana it's sort of like the cartoon version of hannah montana because jim was like jerica in regular life but when she put on her earrings she was jim and the holograms and they had a whole band and they like went through all this thing and there was this whole other band that was like hating on them called the misfits and like it was just fun it was a great it was a really great funny like cartoon music I could sing a song right now, but I won't. I thought Hannah Montana was a song. Okay, boo. Wait, what? Hannah no. Spoiler. Come on. It Hannah. is. So, no, so, so no, no. what it falls down to, your issue is more with the way that they cast this. Just band. that it was very a very whitewashed cast. Like, as if there were... Because, like I said, Kimber in the cartoon is Asian. Like, right. there was an Asian character. There was no a black Asian? character. I can't tell. Maybe. I mean, I've only seen the trailer, so I don't know. Maybe there is an Asian girl in it. But it, it's, it's, it's just... It was at a time when like that's not an image that was always around it kind of sucks that like you know in 2015 like that isn't valued that we want right. to see that I, there are all these different I, girls that let me ask you this I, Jay with you being a very successful actor we've talked about this subject many times on the show do you think that this is more of a female targeted thing in Hollywood or does this affect the African American male as well because I don't I feel like I don't hear men say it as much about the roles that they have or, or get in Hollywood the African American men uh, and what, what do you mean? In the sense of the kind of the racial ambiguous roles going to we we've talked about. I feel like we've talked about the the lighter skinned women in music videos. We've talked I think about it the lighter skinned roles. I, yeah, I, th- I think it mean? happens to women more often. I think uh, uh, there are just those roles just aren't written for men, right? right. Or, or for women in most cases as well. But I think when you end up in that ambiguous lane, mm-hmm. you typically end up there with women. Right. I think far yeah. more than you do with men. Okay. You know what I mean? So do you guys do you see castings? for men that ask for ethnically ambiguous because women see castings that say ethnically ambiguous yeah I mean I don't I mean I don't see that as much any, anymore I mean my agents do but I you know I'll definitely walk into I've walked into rooms before where it's been you know you're standing in a room and it's like they're clearly seeing a Latin dude an Asian dude a white dude and a mm-hmm. black dude yeah. you know so they're definitely just looking or maybe there's no white dude maybe they're just looking for ethnic you know what I mean mm-hmm. whatever whatever that turns out to be as long as it's just not a white guy you know what I mean I've definitely seen that before 
Um, but ethnically ambiguous, I feel like that's more of like the commercial world more mm. than it is the TV the for TV guys, world. for guys especially. Anyway, I feel like it's more of the commercial world than it is for the TV world. Well, they say it's going to change in the future, especially now the whole, you know, Raven Simone talks about this as, as well a lot about the no labels. So yeah. they said in casting, that's really going to be affected too because now it's going to be no labels right. in casting. How do you when? feel about that? Uh, do you think that that's going to be productive for African American roles or is it going to be, is it just going to wash us out? Uh, I I think the hope is that it doesn't wash us out, right? I think you hope that you take... You know, there's this really amazing story, and it's... um, I can't think of the guy's name, but it is the guy who... uh, He was a producer and directed Lethal Weapon. And uh, it's in the story Casting By. It's in the documentary Casting By Mm. on Netflix, if you guys ever watch it. There's this really amazing story where the casting director talks about she just saw Danny in this play. And and, and he had just done... um, Glory. No, not Glory. He just done. Uh, That's he, Danny Glover yeah, for those of Danny you Glover. all that don't know. He, he just done. He just done something. I can't think of what it was. He just done something. She saw him. He was absolutely amazing. And when they knew they wanted Mel Gibson, and when it came time to figure out who Murtaugh was going to be, the the director, the producers, everybody on board, the studio was like, "Oh, you know, give us a list of of white names." And she came back with Danny Glover. And the the director looked at her and he's like, "But." Literally, his words. And he admits it in the documentary. He says mm-hmm. himself. He goes. He looks at her and he goes, "But he's black." And she goes, what's your point? He's one of the best mm-hmm. actors in the world. I don't mm-hmm. understand what your point is. Right. You're going to miss out if you don't hire this guy. Right. And then we see Lethal Weapon go for four movies, and we oh, know yeah, Danny yeah. Glover is a superstar and who he is. And yeah. But what's amazing is this guy then goes back, and he says, you know, that moment, I had a very successful career to that point. And he goes, in that moment, I realized that I'm not racist. I'm not prejudiced. I just didn't think, think bigger. bigger. I, never, yeah. I, I, I wasn't ever forced to think bigger than, than this. Yeah. You know what I mean? And look how, who knows what would have happened to that franchise had it had it not been. I can't even imagine Danny anybody Glover. else in that role, yeah. right? You know? And so, so, you know, I think when you know when you think about situations like that, I think what you hope to take away from that is that, you know, th- these roles can be anybody we can tell stories just like anybody else. we you know just as we're sitting here like you know at different looking people yeah. you know and different thinking people we can tell stories that anybody else can tell you know what yeah. i mean because we all have different perspectives and different backgrounds and you hope that you get to see more like multi multi-ethnic cast cast casting you yeah. know and hopefully that's what comes out of that yeah you know well the the fight will fight on i guess you yeah know? it will it will and i think you know listen you, you when you look at a when you look at, 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 at Empire and Blackish and Scandal, and I'm sure you guys have probably talked about this on the show before, but when you look at the success, the success of all these shows, you look at uh, uh, Straight Outta Compton doing 100. Well, I mean, Will Packers last like four movies of all yeah. done. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, well, right? yeah. Five movies or something like that have all done. And now he's moved over to NBC, you yeah. know, mm-hmm. TV. So, so you, you know, you look it. at that and you realize, like, you know, there, that has to, that can't be ignored. Right. Yeah. Right. And then now you've had such a successful career. I mean, obviously you were one of the favorite characters on BT's The Game, uh, Blue, and you've moved on from there, and you've got some exciting projects going on. Give us a little insight on what you've been working on. Yeah, man. You know, I did um, the Issa Rae. Um, mm. Yeah, she is, is an amazing, beautiful, talented, chocolate uh, woman. She had this uh, web series called The uh, Adventures, Adventures of, of Awkward Black, black girl. girl. Yeah, and and it's interesting because like when you talk to a black woman, like they immediately <laughs> they tap know. into yeah. it. You know we what loved I mean? It. And uh, you know she did her thing. She crushed and and this this YouTube this web series turned into you know hundreds of thousands of subscribers and. 30, 40, 50 million views, something like mm-hmm. that. And it ended up getting, to, you know, that got developed into a show that's now called Insecure on HBO. Larry Wilmore mm-hmm. uh, is is an EP on it. Prentice Penny, who 
was recently on Brooklyn Nine Nine. He was on Girlfriends. He's you know he's a, an amazing writer and and, and producer. Um, Melina Matsukis, who's a video director, well, she started out as a video director. Now she's a she's a producer director on this show. She directed a lot of Beyonce's videos. You know they they all came together and put this project together. And now you know we got ten episodes on HBO. That wow. We'll start shooting in a few months and it'll yeah. come out yeah late summer. And and you know there's definitely an audience for it. And we we actually got to, we got to screen the pilot last week, and literally, I took my mom, and she literally cried. I mean, there was love so mom. much Aww. laughter. She Aww. laughed the entire time, and she walks out, and she goes, "Ugh, I just got to tell my mom, and she can't watch that one because it's just way too much cussing." I mean, I think I heard the, <laughs> I heard the n word fourteen times, and I was like, "Really?" I was like, "They probably edited like sixteen of those." <laughs> um, but uh, I play Lawrence. I play Issa's boyfriend. Um, who's uh, he's a loser. He's a lovable loser. You know, he's a dude who who hasn't gotten off the couch in a while, and he's he's depressed. Um, you know, he's a well educated guy, and he stepped out to like you know try and start his own business, and then that failed. And and from there, he's been afraid to do anything because he doesn't want to fail anymore. And so, uh, you know, she's frustrated with him because he won't get up and try anymore. And he, you know, I, I it's funny because coming from playing blue, where it was like. Blue was all about image, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like he was in suits all the time. He was always lined up. He was in glasses. He was very much, you know, he, what he wore was very much uh, thought about. Yeah. Uh, this dude is the exact opposite. Like I didn't have a haircut for like five weeks. I didn't <laughs> shave. Wow. I felt like I was Django. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I heard they doing roots again. Like, they are doing roots. They see the tape of this. They see the tape of this. You, you, took, some, you took some headshot. Yeah. You, might, you might get hired for that. They see the tape of this. They may be like, "That's Kunta right there." <laughs> uh, but no, 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 no. It was. It was. Uh, it's a really amazing process, man. And Issa um, is. Uh, she's special. She's gonna be a. She. She is like really, really special. She's gonna be a star, man. She's gonna really blow up from this show. And I. And, and I. I just can't. Uh, I can't I can't dote on her enough like it was amazing like watching her go through this whole process and watching then getting to see the whole thing and seeing it finished and seeing how you know every single moment you know she's involved from yeah. the writing of the script to the colors that characters wear to the apartments to the lo every single location to the shots to, she's involved in so much of it and to see her do it with so much grace and I know she was stressed out and nobody got cussed out that's amazing yeah. you know what I mean yeah. it's really really amazing and so uh, we, you know we're really excited about it so yeah it, you know HBO sometime this summer we start this shooting summer. In, in two months three months something like that we'll be on uh, probably mid to late summer and you do a lot of fun traveling too yeah, yeah. I'm on my way to Africa uh, the motherland. The motherland. The motherland. Yeah. I'm headed to uh, I'm headed to South Africa first uh, in two or three weeks I'm doing a show there called Top Actor um, which airs on BET there uh, and and then another network, and then I leave there, and I'm going to Ghana for two weeks, wow. for three weeks to work on a movie. That's gonna be real spiritual yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. I'm, I'm working with Leon. Oh, Leon. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. David Ruffin. Okay. Yeah. So I get to go. I get to go do that. And then there's a a, a movie that came out earlier this year called uh, I think it was Diary of a Teenage Girl. Maybe I think is what it was called. But one of the actresses from that is there and. Uh, it's it's interesting. Like I'm going to see two countries in Africa, like in yeah. in, a, in a week's time. So well, I'm, I'm excited. Yeah, I'm jealous. Yeah. I might not come. I'm mad you're going to my saying. home country. Your home country, Greece. Greece. Oh, to Africa. Um, <laughs> yeah, and then after that, I, I'm, I'm popping into Greece. But that's just that's that's just for a wedding. 
I got friends that no fun. They, they got friends that be trying to be fans. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, that's all right. That helps. Hey, that that, <laughs> that, that, that gets you to go on a vacation. Yeah. You know, no excuse. Yeah. And then you've been doing some great guest appearances too. I saw you on Masters of Sex, and yeah. you know, what's what's been a fun guest starring role that you've had recently that you really enjoyed? Man, I worked. Were you on drugged on Masters of Sex? <laughs> <laughs> into having sex. It goes back to that every time. Huh? I'm just kidding. Oh, Carry on. Uh, uh, it was Masters' first tr- drug trials. We. Yes, drug trials with a black man. Uh, No, I uh, I just did um, Grace and Frankie on Netflix. Oh Oh my god, I'm so excited! I love that show. Yeah, so I got to work with. I didn't get to work with uh, with Jane, but I got to work with Lily Lily Tomlin. Yeah, and let me tell you, man, like just comedic genius, and and such a sweetheart and gracious, and like between every take, she's like not only is she insanely technically proficient but she's also insanely organic and like you don't even see stuff coming and like a lot of times you get into a rhythm and you know you're doing a take and it's your close up or your medium or whatever and like a lot of actors a lot of actors that get comfortable especially in TV you'll get comfortable and you won't try anything new in that take yeah. she ain't do nothing the same in every single oh, take wow. so you're literally like trying not to laugh yeah you know what I'm saying yeah. while she's going while she's doing her thing and and uh she, she, at one point it was my coverage and she turns to me and she's like is there anything that you need me to do and I was like I just need you to be Lily Tomlin because you're a genius so <laughs> that's it I, the fact that you even just asked me that just blew my mind like I, this is my story for the rest of my life um, but she's she, it was great it was a great show and super fun and you know I, the woman who created uh, Grace and Frankie created Friends Yeah, mm-hmm. you know what I mean so you know you, you definitely know you're in good hands with great writers and, and actors and directors and, and it was an amazing experience yeah and well, you know, yeah, we we cool. we're proud of you, man. You Thank know, we've you, seen you uh, grow so much, and Thank like you. I said, you've always been very supportive of the network, and we really do appreciate yeah. that, man. You were one of our first, yeah, and man. it's gonna be fun to see you as your career keeps going, wow. and, and you keep you know charming everybody. Next so. year we're gonna be out there doing movies. That's right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah, right. You right coming? There. Yeah, I'm in. Bring, 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 bring me. But I do know a show that we should be Jesse, on. Jesse and Yusuf. We're not doing those. Kind we're, not of gonna, we're, not, we're not ready for those roles quite that's, yet. Yeah, that's gonna yeah. be his date on the carpet. That's gonna be his. Oh my bad. Said, I just went to be. Hey, shots fired all day at you. Huh? Yeah, like, what? Maybe I should have put y'all two next to each other. I should have put y'all next to each other. My thing is, why do I, I've had enough bad relationships. I don't need to be in a relationship with a man with ten children. He can't even afford to take me out to dinner. And he apparently does not know he's gay. He got forty five hundred. And he denied himself. First of all, I've already been in a relationship with someone denying. No, he got four fifty now because he didn't get that to the other kids. Oh my gosh. We should go on celebrity game night, man. Jay has amazing game nights, and I'm just saying. The TV show. I am talking oh, about the TV, oh, show. TV yeah. show. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. We, we need to create about that. one right here. We should do a show. Well, let's not. Let's not put it out there yet. Let's, let's keep it. Keep it secret. But that's what Here I'm saying. I haven't done one in a while, but I'm gonna do one. I, uh, I, I'm, a, I'm, my goal. You know, the holidays get weird, cause especially in LA, yeah. right? everybody, nobody's from, from here. here right? so yeah, yeah, right yeah. So I'm trying to figure out like when's the time to do one. You yeah. know what I mean? And I'm basically gone uh, for the next five weeks or whatever, six yeah. weeks or whatever in Africa. So I'm trying to figure out like when's the best time to do one. And you know, I say this every time I see you. I know, I know, we always, yeah. I know, but it'll, it'll happen soon. Yeah. Cause every time so we Hollywood do do it, it's, I know, I know. we're like, I'm gonna get the. <laughs> we have to hang out. It's 2018. You know what? 
next year. We'll invite you next time. What are you doing in like January 2016? I'll be here. Yeah, I'll be here. Okay, cool. I'll have my people call your people. No, 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 that's cool. Have your people call my people's people. Oh, I got you. Okay, we'll do lunch. We'll do lunch. Yeah, we'll do lunch. No, so where where can fans find you on social media? J a y r e l l i s s j r l s. That's my Twitter, my Instagram, my Periscope, and it's hang with my hang with hang with. What else? What else? What else is there? And do you respond back to Snapchat? My Snapchat. Oh, do Snapchat? I have a Snapchat in a minute. But do you respond back to fans when they tweet you and all? You know, some people don't. I go in and out. You know, I go in and out. You know, what's interesting is since the since the game has been over, I have definitely tried to like just have some J time. You know yeah. what I mean? It just kind of disappearing. I've been I've been working on a couple different projects that I've been uh, creating. So I tried to have some me time. So I'm not so attached to this thing, and yeah. I'm back to like you know being a human again. But I'm I'm I'm, I'm, I'm slowly like coming back. I'm like, yeah. oh wait, what happened? <laughs> right? Because you put what, me what, onto what, that hand with, and I ain't never what heard that. Thing that ben yeah, Carson right? say this week, right? <laughs> yeah. But that's what happens when you're busy and taking over Hollywood. You know, <laughs> that's Courtney, wait Wood. and tell everyone your Halloween costume. Uh, I'm going as Ben Carson. Yeah, I I'm, love I'm, Please, please take pictures of I'm gonna be I'm gonna be Biz Carson oh, yo, did wait, was that real yo did y'all see the that? picture of oh that like, was real honey have y'all seen did y'all see the direct TV thing with Ben Carson and the Obamas Oh, no. I saw, I, yeah, Wait, I saw like, the uh, Obama it was a, part. I didn't know Ben it was Carson like, was It was that. a meme, right? And like down the middle, it had a line down the middle. On one side was Ben Carson and his wife, and on the other side was, was Obama, Obama and, and Michelle. And, Michelle right? yeah. and it said, uh, this is President Obama with DirecTV. This is President <laughs> Obama. No, you know, I did actually see the whole thing. I didn't realize it was... Yeah, you're right. I'm ass. You're right. That was a good one. It was a good one. You got to check it out. I did read Gifted Hands, though, when I was in school. I had to. I didn't have a choice. I had a counselor that made me do it. It's a good book. Courtney, where can fans find you? I was like, wait, where? Oh, <laughs> you can find me everywhere at Stuart Starlet. That was, I feel drunk. That was real abrupt. All right, oh, Jesse. I was like, what? Um, before I did that, did you know bill. Prince is on Instagram now? Yeah, yeah. I actually, I actually Prince-tagram. clicked, I clicked on, his, yeah. on his Instagram the other day. Okay. Yeah. Well, just make sure he don't see you for nothing. Now, you guys can follow me at <laughs> DJ Jesse J. And you can find me at Dario Kristen on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And if you love Walking Dead, you can check me out on Sunday nights on the Walking Dead podcast. Oh, so. the pain. Yes. Yeah, so. All right, but everybody have a great holiday or Halloween weekend, and we'll see you in November. Keep it Bye. Yeah. Bye. From executives Kevin Undergaro, Dario Kristen, Tiana Hobson, and the entire BHL staff, we would like to thank you for supporting Black Hollywood Live, the first online broadcast network dedicated to African-American entertainment. For questions and comments, contact us, info at blackhollywoodlive.com. Like us on Facebook, tweet us, or Instagram us at BHL Online. And I am the official voice of Black Hollywood Live, Scipio, Instagram at KingXOBay. Thanks for tuning in. Hollywood Redefined. The views expressed here are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.